Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Neil and Jordan podcast. Today we have a very special guest, returning special guest, Alex Milinkovic. He was was on the podcast. When was it? January, December, something, some sometime around. Well, we still had to do it over Zoom. Yeah. Ages ago, it feels like. Now here we are in the flesh. It's good to be here, man. Where's Jordan? He is in Perth. And oh, he's true. very busy right now in the lead up to the election. So, we are recording this on the sure. Monday before the election. This will come out the day after the election. So, we may have a new prime minister. Oh, mad. All any, right. Any who quick, you got? Who, are, who have I got? <laughs> no, tell me your predi- who, who, who are your quick predictions? Um, I reckon, look, I'm just based solely off the fact that he's just half wog. I'm going for Anthony Albanese. <laughs> like, I've got nothing else for him. <laughs> I heard that- He's in a similar geographic vicinity yeah, as my parents. Yeah, that's enough for me, man. Anthony Albany, and he has like a guy that is in his party that's a, a Bosnian Muslim, and that's sort of close to Serbian. So, I'm like, yeah, that, we'll take it. I'm used to the World Cup. Don't you guys Cup. hate Bosnians? Yeah, but don't like- you guys he, basically hate everyone? Yeah, Albania, we mostly hate Croatia. people that look like us, but yeah. <laughs> like, which is so stupid. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we, we sh- I mean, I guess historically we do, but I- I feel like once it's here, it's all fine. Like, we're all here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Basically. I haven't really met any Croatians or Bosnians that really have an issue with me in Brisbane. <laughs> it's, it's the Brisbane locals that have the issues with you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, because we're all, it's not even just the Yugoslavs. Wogs in general are just the same thing to everybody else. It's like, you're just the guy yeah. that smells like food. Yeah, you come that's to Australia. It. You're all you're all wogs. Yeah, that's when it. The, you know there's just there's different languages within each country. Yeah, in a beautiful way. It's I guess you could argue that stereotyping has brought us all closer together. Hey. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got what? You got football. You got food and and family. Yeah, which. <laughs> <laughs> How are those insults? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like, oh, you guys like your families? Yeah, it's like because it's fucking ju- gay. <laughs> That's- <laughs> <laughs> you guys you guys like food and family <laughs> yeah well i mean but that's interesting because you because indians have the same thing yep yep but it's literally just the skin the skin color difference that sets you apart then if you if you guys were basically yeah if you if you guys had the more olive skin then you, you'd also just join the same ranks of like oh you're one of those you're ethnic yeah you're ethnic yeah, yeah, yeah. do you get confused do people ever think you're like leb or something like that yeah yeah, yeah. uh it, all sorts of just like generic brown Races. So, yeah, man. Yeah. Dude, Australia is the sickest, man. I love people Dude. that have the confidence to just be like, you know what I mean? Yeah, just you're, to, like, you're, you're like North Burmese. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you're from this little village in Malaysia. I get that area. Like, yeah, Laos, Burma. Wow, Malaysia. you've gotten Laos? I think I have, yeah. I get everything what except the Indian. Fuck? Who the get, fuck said Laos? Every, everyone who isn't Indian gets Indian. And and True. I never get Indian. They're like, oh, you don't look Indian. Well, I don't know. How do you want me wow, to look? Wow, yeah, that's I'm, fair enough. Put a turban on, have a cricket bat. <laughs> what do you- <laughs> um, But also, Laos is just so specific. Which kind that thought they were being, like, smart said I, that? Yeah, they're probably trying to be very woke. Yeah, like, being like, mm, mm. Yeah, where's the very- I, I'm cultured. Yeah. I don't think they thought I was Laotian. I think they just wanted to say a very obscure country. Yeah. To, 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 to just signal that they knew an obscure country. That's like going to another country and they're like, mm, you're giving me Gold Coast. <laughs> it's like- <laughs> it's not so even, Dude, not even- You're giving me East Golden. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, <laughs> what? It's like you're trying way too hard. 
<laughs> All right. Well, I want to continue that conversation actually getting into the election on the cultural yeah. side of things. But before mm. we do, we've got some wonderful sponsors of this podcast. Oh, who are they? You ready? Uh, yeah. Alex, do you ever do you ever come early? No, actually. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> this is not the, the sponsor for you, but- Sorry, do you want to retake that? Steady Freddy <laughs> have got a great premature ejaculation delay spray. If it's a you spray. suffer from premature ejaculation, one in three men suffer from premature ejaculation. Right, yeah. So, you're in the 66% that so, don't. So, it's a spray. What, just on your tongue? No, on the dick. No. Yeah. And it numbs it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So it's formulated by Dr. David Reiner and it's uh it's got it's got all the ingredients and everything on their website. Go to steadyfreddy.com. Use the code Neil Jordan. Shout out Steady Freddy. You get 15% off. So That's pretty mad. I had no idea. I've never seen that before. They've got a they've got uh ball boost tablets. What does that do? So they just uh it, well apparently Daniel's been taking them and they uh have According to him, uh, dramatically increased his load. I was just about to so, ask, does it just make your load massive? It does? It, it sounds like it. I might hit it up. So, go get some <laughs> ball boost tablets. Uh, SteadyFreddy.com. We've also got condoms, wet wipes. They've got everything you need. If you're fucking, get some Steady Freddy. Awesome. So, uh, SteadyFreddy.com. And, of course, use only as directed. Read all the labels. We're also sponsored by Crush Organics. Mm. You a CBD oil guy? I would like to be. I will really want to okay. try it. I still haven't, though, but well, I really want to try it. Well, here, I'm just selling it to you now. Let's so, go. Okay, crushorganics.com. Let's crush with a K. If you use the code Neil, you get 40% off. Damn. Yeah. That's so cheap. Yeah. Can I just borrow some from you? We're friends. No. <laughs> no. You've got to be a, fe- a feature guest on this at least 10 times. I know you maybe. personally. Give me, like, a couple. Uh, no. <laughs> I think that breaches the contract. So, you've got you to you use the code. Crushorganics.com, crush with a K. And they've also got, uh, they've got gummies, they've got bath bombs, they've got pain creams, they've got CBD oil for your pets. So, if your pet oh, is uh, a maniac and is stressed out, get some uh, CBD oil for your pets from Crush Organics and use the code Neil. All right. So, I want let's just talk briefly about mm. the election. Um, All right. Because, we, look, we don't know nearly enough that Jordan... Would. Yeah, that, that would you, be you got, so embarrassing you got big for to me, fill dude. Here. Like, yeah. Imagine if I got you in here and you're like, "All right, can you talk the way Jordan would talk?" Yeah, it's <laughs> literally just like trying to replace our John Stewart. <laughs> Fucking this tubby Serb can can't you- be like, "Oh, I'm gonna vote for the guy that's half Italian." <laughs> Can you tell me the most niche Australian political fact? Can you tell me what a local council member from uh, from Kalgoorlie spent the taxpayer money on in 2012? No, but I can tell you that, according to my dad, when John Howard ran this country, it was much better. Ah, okay. I can tell you that. Yeah, I was going to ask, who are you? Because your parents are fob Serbians. Yeah. And so, they are they liberal, are they? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I don't know if they, like, politically align either way. I just know that, like, dad has a has a real thing for John Howard because it was very easy to find work for him when John Howard was in power. I don't know if those things are related in any way. Maybe the, it, there is. He's just associated it with John Howard. And so, he's like, ever since John Howard's been gone, the bloody country's gone to shit. That was his heyday. Okay. He hates, he hates everyone past John Howard. Okay. Well, there yeah. you go. What about your parents? My parents just, they chop and change a lot. Yeah. They're, they're your classic swing voters. Oh, right. Yeah. So, my dad, well, actually growing up, I think they were predominantly Labor. But, uh, you know, just, just the classic, oh, Labor's gone off the rails. Yeah. That, that right. kind of thing. So, you know, probably been uh, um, taken advantage of by the Murdoch press. I think my dad might 
do what thirty percent of people are thinking of uh, not voting for the two major parties. Oh wow, that's yeah, actually very cool. It's a lot, man. And like, I think what's going to happen is it's going to come down to not who people put it, that thirty percent block. Depending what order they put Labor and Liberal is going to determine the election. So if they've put Labor fifth and Liberal sixth, right, that will probably because the way that the preferences uh, and correct me if I'm wrong in the comments here, but the way preferences work now is that let's say Liberals get uh, forty percent, Labor gets thirty percent, and then mm. you know what the the rest the, the other thirty percent are just mixed between all these other parties. So. Mm. Then um, they take all those other parties, assuming one doesn't have 29% and has a chance of getting to the 50, and then they take that the people who voted for those parties and then they look at who they put second and right. at what point they put Labor or Liberal because those are the ones with a shot of winning. Yeah. And then that vote then can, counts towards that party. I think. I won't lie. I mean, dude, I struggle to this understand like, I this preferences lie, shit. I sort of glazed over a little bit while you were explaining that. Yeah. And I'm like, this is why I shouldn't be Jordan's replacement. I'm like, yeah. man, it sounds <laughs> difficult. I don't this know. Is, this is Can I just vote for Craig Kelly already? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the guy that gets man. like sucked in by the ads. <laughs> I'm like, free them, free them, free them. Well, they're all fucked, man. It's all the same, bro. Yeah, John will hate you if you- if, Oh, they're all the same, man. No, I, I, I no, wish look, was- I respect your research, Jordan, but like, I've done my reading too. Yeah. And like, they're all the same, bro. They're all no, fucked, they're, bro. No, bro. They're all, like, you can fucking nerd out as much as you want. They're all the same kind. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, to trigger the man. Okay. I wish I wish he was here because I would love to ask him because I I know someone's explained it to me before, but I still don't understand because when I said like thirty, when you said thirty percent of people are, are thinking about not voting for a major party, when yep. I went, oh cool, because my, my brain hears, oh that means more pe- we're getting closer to having an independent in like the Greens, but what does that actually well, not take? Really, like unless so in the lower house, unless uh, those independent candidates actually get to that 50% threshold, they're not going to actually win a seat. Now, in the Senate, Holy because shit. the Senate is just a cumulative total within that state, they're going right. to- the, 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 the um, independents and minor parties are going to probably win a lot and no one will have a majority in the Senate. I'm pretty sure that's- I don't even think that's a risky thing to say. That's pretty- uh, I think even now, I don't think the Liberals have a majority in the Senate. And because Craig Kelly went to- the independents, they don't even have a majority technically. They don't even, I don't, do they even have a government? I don't know. <laughs> but I think Craig Kelly is just, he's the ultimate Sigma male. Like he just crosses Dude. the floor or whatever. But um, I, as far as I'm aware, the um, the Senate will be a total clusterfuck, almost certainly. Mm-hmm. And um, some seats the independent will win. So, like, you know, Tony Abbott's former seat, there was an independent that won that. I, I haven't looked at the polls. I don't see her losing that but I, I don't know what the people of Warringah are thinking but there's been talk about certain independent candidates that are gaining traction and may actually challenge for some of the lower house seats I think even here in Reed right so John did a um, video about this particular MP here and she had some dealings with the uh, the Aussie Cossack and uh, there's an independent that was a former Liberal Party member and apparently she should have been representing this electorate, but Scott Morrison didn't like her. Or there's some sort of machinations going on, and and then this good other word. lady machinations. Was, good yeah, word. Yeah, yeah. I don't even. Yeah. Is that a new this, one? This is nah. That, that's one I I've used. <laughs> it's really good. I, I like, like that. It. What does it mean? Machination, just like just like trouble afoot. Yeah, basically. All right, yeah, cool. yeah, sort of underhanded scheming. These kind of machinations. Things. Yeah, yeah. Nice. 
I hope that's correct, bro. Maybe you might need to check that on your phone. Now I'm insecure about it. Sorry, bro. I didn't mean to make you insecure. I'm actually genuinely fascinated by your vocabulary because you, you're the only person that I hear someone I'm like, I've never heard that word before. I love hearing new yeah, words. Yeah, but I show off, man. Like, I do it on purpose. <laughs> How do you even <laughs> spell machination? M-A-C-H-I-N-A-T-I-O-N. Here we go. What's machinations? Uh, scheming or crafty action. Yeah. Or artful design intended to accomplish some usually evil and backstage machinations. All right, good. It'd be awkward if I got that wrong. Uh, There's been a few times on this podcast where I've listened back and I'm like, oh, that was (laughs) nice. It sounded right in the context of the sentence, but it was a completely wrong word. No, no, you killed that one, dude. No one can take that away from you. Thank you, Alex. Um, Machinations. Sick. Yeah, see, this is what I'm saying. It's like, because I'll tell you what, even though, like, it's, it's politics is just so fucking complicated. I, I, I cannot believe how easy Jordan makes it look. Like, he just makes it look so- Or just even you talking about it just now, I'm like, fuck, this just seems like like natural. You're like, yeah, and then this, and then this, and then this. And I'm just like, hold the fuck down. What's the Senate? Like, that, that's where I'm at. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Fair enough, man. I only I only know that probably because of Jordan, man. I, I no. dude, kids today are very politically engaged. Kids today yeah, will man. say, "I'm on the left. I'm this libertarian." I'm like, shouldn't you be fingering each other or something? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Oh well, dude. Don't I be mean, quoting Adam Smith. Michael, the craziest part to me is like pre-COVID, no one knew who the fuck their premier was. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's. I think yeah. that's what happens. Like, COVID happened and we just- Politics was our sport. Yeah, yeah. Everyone got into it. And that that 30%, it's primarily due to COVID that they're- uh, Yeah. And, and, you know, they're disgruntled with, with the lockdown measures. And, you know, I am. <laughs> I, was, I was bullshit. <laughs> let, it, let everyone free, man. Straight um, up. But, uh, no, Jordan's convinced me enough to not vote for a- Mine. If I hadn't been doing this podcast, I'd definitely be one of those guys. It's, like, like, it's all the same, bro. They're all fucked, man. I'll just vote for <laughs> the, the most obscure. The sex party. That <laughs> yeah. sounds sick. <laughs> but no, he uh, he's definitely convinced me to do otherwise. But um, I think it's going to come down to, yeah, like what order people put uh, either Labor or Liberal. And I think- that's going to be determined by who's more hateable rather than who's actually more likable. Mm. And I think overall, liberals are probably more hated. Yeah, I mean, Labor doesn't have a lot of energy going towards them. And that's a lot of that's due to the press. But um, at the same time, no one like hates Albanese. People, no. from what I've been hearing, people saying that, oh, he missed, he, he, he doesn't know his policies. He's a bit of a doofus. He's got a lisp. But no one's like, I hate the, the cunt. The lisp is funny. But <laughs> I'm waiting for us to go to war. Leaders don't him. have a lisp. Australia, we're officially at war with China. <laughs> I need every able-bodied young man to Dude. join the army. <laughs> that's not a wartime voice. Yeah, because that's the thing. I, I know for a fact that if I was like 65 years old, I'm voting based on your chin. You know what I mean? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, who's got the face of a leader? That's what yeah. I'm looking for. I feel yeah. like that's what it turns into. I think a lot of people are yeah. not just the oldies. I think a lot of people are- um, Just like, off, oh, just the vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's Which totally the vibe. Which is stupid as fuck. It's stupid, but we all do it. We all just do it. Just some people to a greater degree than others. But you're, I don't think anyone hates Albanese. I think it's all- But no one loves- 
labor. I don't think anyone's yeah. like actively like fuck yeah labor, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're the la- well Jordan. <laughs> yeah, jo- yeah, Jordan. No, but- he more hates liberal. liberals. I don't think he even loves labor. Yeah, it's the enemy of my enemy is my friend yeah. sort of situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what's because ha- like <laughs> one thing that I do like about. Albanese is that like every time I see him in those press conferences where like the media is hounding him, he's actually pretty good so far that I've seen at just being like, hold on. Yeah. I'm going to answer the it. question. It's a just give me a second. They are, they are vicious. They're vultures, They're re- man. And then like- the, the news write-ups will be like fucking news.com.au and shit like that. will be yeah. like, the clip will be like, like Anthony just being like, okay, I heard you. I'm just going to get to that in one second. I'm answering this question first. But then the headline will be like, Albanese can't handle pressure. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's very biased. Yeah. I was it's, like, fuck. It's really biased. I mean- Hugely. They, they did a good job of being subtly biased before, but it, this year it's so obvious. I've always had a theory where it's like, because everyone wants to call themselves a journalist, right? And I think the litmus test for that is if you got kidnapped in like a foreign country- Uh-huh. As a journalist, depending on where you wrote, would anyone give a fuck? <laughs> like, would our public give a fuck? Like, if it's like if someone if there was like a, like a hostage into like like situation where they were like, tell them who you write for, and they were like, but we're writers for BuzzFeed. Do we even send Dude, that's anybody? A, that's a public service. Then that's, that's what I'm saying. Do we just go like, oh, no problem, shoot them immediately? That's not like even terrorism. That's uh. Yeah, yeah, straight like, those up. Those are good things. It's like this, <laughs> we're not sending in the SAS for like- <laughs> Not for, for news.com.au. That's what I'm saying. It's like- Because they then talk about how the SAS were problematic in the way that they- <laughs> handled them that's after, so they, after they, like, so they grabbed them out of the hostage situation like, yeah. oh, I didn't consent to that actually. He's like, so. you guys all right back there? <laughs> Misgendered by the SAS. <laughs> <laughs> didn't BuzzFeed Australia- just just stop their operations they couldn't they couldn't make any money did they i I think so yeah there's still a buzzfeed in america but uh, all of those millennial this is a good transition into what i wanted to talk about actually this is kind Mm. of millennial news sites that popped up do you remember those videos on facebook where it was now this and they had these sort of infographics about politics in the news and yeah buzzfeed did videos and all these kind of millennial progressive media outlets they seem to have died off i don't i I, maybe the algorithm is now catered to me i don't see them anymore i used to see them all the time yeah i feel i feel like i still see them i don't see them as often but every i'm gonna say like every two days i'll see like a yellow infographic that's like important reading for today and it's just like the overall tone here's what you need to know yeah yeah. A- and I've steered very clear of it. just in. Uh, that's what I'm, I'm fucking. Can we just get to the point where everything is fine just so I don't have to read these fucking infographics? Because <laughs> it always just. It's that's always how so it like- gets not fine because people don't read it when it is fine. Oh, yeah. You might be right. Oh, <laughs> damn it. I'm the problem. <laughs> <laughs> You're part of the problem. <laughs> no, I just feel like it's, it's fine for white men, Alex. But it's not fine for the rest of us. I feel like it's just like, is this really where we're going to do it? You know what I mean? It's like off of like the chick that works where I work on her timeline. <laughs> is this where change happens? You know what I mean? Off your 250 followers with your like pink and yellow. If I'm like, so this is everything you need to know about the discrimination law being passed and blah, blah, blah. It's just like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> but in terms of sheer numbers, that actually does have an effect. Because if a million people like that share it. Yeah. Then it actually does make people vote a different way or the, bring attention to something or 
How Look, much? How much do you think right. brands actually care about you know public pressure now? Because so Netflix came out today. Netflix apparently sent a memo out to their employees saying, basically saying, "I'm the fuck up, <laughs> fuck off." <laughs> <laughs> that may as well have been the memo. <laughs> I mean. I like the I like the strategy, but I can't help but feel this is going to actually backfire because it's not like people who love the UFC and Joe Rogan are suddenly now going to be like, oh, I can't wait to subscribe to Netflix. Oh, they're not woke anymore because, you know, mm. a lot of people just have Netflix anyway, but a lot of these other streaming services now, are, they're quite good, you know. Yeah. Par- even Paramount, Dude. you binge, you what, what Amazon else? Amazon Prime Video, Disney Plus, man, that's where I'm at. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I've now considered dropping Netflix for a while. I've mm. stuck stuck with it. Um, but, um, yeah, they're losing a lot of subscribers. And do you think it is actually because it's woke, is that is that because that's what a lot of people on Twitter, even Elon Musk, said that he said uh, uh, the, the woke mind virus is killing. I don't know Netflix. I, f- I feel like people want to attach to that. Maybe it's part of it. I think it's it's definitely part of it, right? But mm. I think overall, it's just shit content. Like name the last Netflix original that's come out that everyone's going crazy for. That's a good point, man. They flooded the market because in the mid 2010s each stand-up special that they posted was the cream of the crop you yeah. knew it was going to be good comedy you knew it was like the best of the best mm. only uh the the really famous comedians in america were getting the specials and yeah. then they gave it to everyone and similarly with the shows there's actually there's probably great content out there but just, there's just so much you can't even find it yeah well it's like the last thing was squid game that everyone went that crazy for. That was that Squid was Game really was cool. banging, but that's just because it's like you could tell. Because this is the thing, I feel like sometimes the Netflix originals have this tone of like, hmm. They you know what I mean? Definitely all have that tone of like, they all huh? Have, yeah. All right, are you are you paying attention? Yeah, like there's a little a bit vibe. of that. It's a vibe, it's and like, it's hard to actually put your finger on it. But it's, yeah, it's I the can't way put it's it into marketed. words. It's just it's, that it's like. It's that, whatever that is. The whole aesthetic of it, the the preview, everything about it. Because I yeah. hate that I think this way now, but I'm constantly seeing previews and I'm like, okay, this is going to be about how, you know, this the, the man is kind of rapey to this woman and, like, she's going to be a girl boss and yeah. then there's going to be, like, a black guy that, yeah. you know, helps her and also is discriminated against. Yeah. And I hate that I think that the way. Gillette I don't want to think movie, that way. Basically. But- Everything has those elements now. Everything. Oh, dude, a hundred. And it's also the things that are authentically that now get caught up in that vibe. Yeah, you can't do it. Like now. you can't even do it authentically because people will be like, "Oh, this woke bullshit." Like, um, have you seen Doctor Strange yet? No, not yet. Right. There's this isn't a spoiler, but there's just a scene where someone has two mums, uh-huh. and the internet went off because it's like, "Fucking, this is Disney going crazy." Apparently, in the comics, that's canonical. Okay. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. like, but just because every all the media outlets now, all the originals have that tone of like, be diverse, be diverse. Just chuck fucking. Who cares? Just chuck someone in. There's an Indian. Go, go, fucking. Yeah. Like whatever. It's like it doesn't make any sense, but chuck it in. It's it's an Asian daughter and a black and a white woman that made her. So <laughs> just chuck it in. No one's gonna question it. And it's like because of that, people have just got, I think recoiled a little bit to stuff that's authentic. Yeah, so you absolutely. can't you can't even do it the right way anymore. Yeah, and I think Netflix sort of contributed to that a huge amount. Because, yeah, they like, went over the top, man. It was like even Orange is the New Black. I remember that was one of their big originals. A couple that's of years right. Ago. Yeah. I watched it with my 
girlfriend at the time and that was when I really started just picking those sorts of shows apart. And yeah. I, I don't know, maybe I, I shouldn't be doing that, but you can't help it. You just – there's no, so yeah, many I like subtle eye roll moments. I have that just, with – yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. We, okay. We yes. It. Yes. We Can we get, get to the fucking actual shit? Like, yeah. I have that with Bridgerton. Yeah, I haven't seen that one, but from what I've heard, I just I don't even know if I want to see it. And I'm <laughs> a brown guy. Like I should be celebrating this, it, it but just, even I get so uh, I, I get annoyed by it. I'm like that old guy that's just oh here we go again. I think this is the thing, which is like the key. I I always think about like Ocean's Eight. Remember Ocean's Eight, like the all woman yeah. Ocean's movie. I didn't, I didn't watch it, but see, I watched it because I like the Ocean series, and it just felt like one of those things where, like, if you want to make a good, for example, like a heist movie, right? If you want to make a heist movie with women, don't make the woman heist movie. Just, just make just, your own, yeah. Just make the heist movie, yeah, and just cast women. But they would say, "Well, why should we listen to a what a white man says? Why but can't it, we do our own it's thing?" Because st- it's stereotypical to them in the movie. There, there's scenes where they're like planning a bank robbery and going like, "I just matched with the guy on Tinder." <laughs> Really? There's literally <laughs> a scene like that. And it's like, this is why everyone's going to hate this because right. you're stereotyping. Everything is catered to the people who work in these media companies. And the people who work in these media companies are either just uh, middle and upper class sort of 25 to 45 year old women or gay guys. Yeah. Love them. Yeah. Love them everything all. is catered towards them. Burn it down, cunt. <laughs> 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 like I watched um what I watch I watched uh this one of the boxing fights the other day and you know content that's clearly catered towards men is just as cringy like this was so oh, yeah. you know ma- the main event logo comes up it's all red and there's blood and it's just it's too yeah, yeah. like screaming slash. yeah yeah <laughs> it's all claws <laughs> and, and Khabib is there yeah, screaming yeah. but you know what let every group have their cringy shit and, yeah. you know, you can watch – I'd assume a woman could probably look at that main event intro and think, oh, this is cringy or whatever. But it's not like they're having a go at women or they're, you know – No. But all the other stuff, it's like you're just – okay, like men suck. Like, there, that's yeah. every, everything. There's a preachy tone to it. Yeah. Because, like, heavy dude shit knows it's heavy dude shit. Yeah, it's self-aware. It's just like, we know who our market is. We are not here to change minds. Yeah. Like this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like the fucking, like the UFC never looks at the camera and be like, but what about racism? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. or just, it's like, because, hey, we're here to fuck around. We're not here to fuck around. We're here to bash people. But we're all just like, yeah, this is a sick place that we can all go and just bro out. And there's no like preachy political thing and girls have that as well that's the other thing it's like girls have it's like those i feel like the internet makes you want to set like be like oh no the dudes one works the girls one doesn't work girls also have their own communities yeah no without a doubt it's like uh, there's just stuff that's made for certain groups that people will love right because of that when it it tries to be very universal and something like a Netflix or one of big streaming platforms or that's where you I'm know going. in Twitter now now Musk is trying to change I don't know how much he can do um, it's just the general vibe of most social media platforms it comes down to 
something like the marketing and the aesthetic, mm. the use of color. It's it's literally that. It's like the fashion <laughs> and the color. And you're like, yeah, okay, this is for this is for women. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've, uh, the internet's for girls. Would you say all of it's for girls? Uh, I I think a lot of it is. I I think the internet. Oh, it's great. Is it all for? I I think like ninety percent of it is. I think the internet is a hundred percent for girls because also like right. the internet feels like it's like get out there, show you know, be part of a community. Yeah, and yeah. I just don't think dudes do that very well. <laughs> I just don't think we're very we're good at that. Of, we're not we're not good at being part of community. We're not good at making friends. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't think yeah. we're good at making friends. Yeah, man, actually, it's a it's a big problem. Actually. It's a huge problem. Yeah, struggle because, like, thinking. Friends. I mean, me and Beck talk about this all the time. Where it's like she can just make friends at the hairdresser, and she does. She makes friends with the hairdressers. Last, she last. Uh, this was like uh, like six months ago. She went to the hairdresser, and her hairdresser just started talking to her about how her mum died. And I was like, if my barber started through a fucking. Like, I just paid 35 bucks. My barber's starting to be like, so my mom just died. I'm like, this is not a short back and sides, cunt. Like, I was, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not your therapist, bro. Yeah, stick Come to on. the basics, brother. Yeah. Time and place, eh? Hey. I mean, like, I th- that's why podcasts are so, I think more, um, I wonder, it'd be, it would be an interesting statistic to find out whether more men, where men, whether men spend more time listening to podcasts or women spend more time listening to podcasts. But mm. I mean, the biggest in the world, obviously, is your Joe Rogan, which I I assume has a hugely disproportionate male yeah. following because that's where you get your your sense of a friendship. You're listening to a guy that's very conversational, yeah. very easygoing, and. A lot of the men in the media now are sort of very, you, you know, they're palatable to everyone in the sense that you look at the guys on the project and yeah. there's no disrespect towards them at all. I'm friends with a lot of them, but sure. they're very non-offensive. They're nearly very, genderless. Like they're just yeah, like basically. Yeah. channel 10 blobs. Yeah. Oh, I've got a good word for you. I think this is the word epicene. Ooh, what does I that think, mean? I think it means like that, androgynous. Yeah. Just, I think. Just like this is unthreatening. Just uh, totally, you could be, you could have been made in a vat at the back of like <laughs> Channel Ten. Like you, that's how Tommy Little feels. Very you know smiley. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Tommy Little, Eddie Perfect, these guys that seem like nice dudes, but it's like you're not gonna rile anybody up. Yeah, no I one's mean, gonna have an issue. There, there's, there's the Peter Hellier. Yeah, there's the one guy that's on those shows or on a, your Sky News or something. That's the. He's seen as this, like, gorilla, though. Yeah, you know, he's yeah. Like, oh, he's a man with a strong opinion. You know how they're always saying, like, oh, women with a strong opinion are, like, looked down upon? Dude, it, now in the media, it's like a man with a strong opinion oh. is the one with- Yeah, oh, dude, you- uh, If you want- That's the thing. It's like, if you're a man with a strong opinion, people are just like, Alex Jones. It's like, it doesn't have yeah. to be that. And yeah. also, for, like, the idea that, like, um, someone, like- Do you know who Merv Hughes is? The cricketer. Yeah. Yeah. This dude is a guy with strong opinions, right? <laughs> and they let him on TV and it's it, I feel like it's just like he's a really good time capsule. He's a really good time capsule. He was a man's man even in his day. That's right. He yeah. was a, and now he's just kind of like, oh, he's that's move. Like he's grandfathered in. But every now and again you'll see him on the talk show or a TV show and I'm like, I want more of that on TV, man. Like and I don't necessarily like love it, but I'm just like he's fun. He's just like fu- like I saw him on a on a show where they were it was like basically talking about your gen. Yeah. Where he was like he, they showed him like videos of like millennials doing shit on TikTok and stuff like that, and you could just see him being like, "Oh, it's absolute bullshit." Like he just hated the entire thing. It's kind of entertaining to watch that. But anyway, 
What were we talking about? Um, oh, yeah, with the Netflix thing. I don't think anyone would give a fuck about how woke it is if it was just good content. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it, to me, when it becomes too um, political, it will never be as uh, accessible and universal, especially now where everyone is in their respective political tribes and that's a big part of people's identity. Yeah. You can't... and and. It just gets to a point where it's like, we've heard, we know, which sounds bad because I guess you could, yeah, you yeah. Could, people will argue there's still work to do. Yeah, yeah but- Yeah, is Netflix going to be the one to do it? Because <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what's a great example. And I heard this, I heard Veer Das talking about this. Oh, yeah, the, uh, the, uh, the Indian guy. The Indian yeah, comic yeah, yeah. about talking about Bollywood. And I really love this take on cinema, which is- the reason Bollywood is as big as it is, is because life is already difficult enough. So, people are just ready to pay money for escapism, just pure escapism. And yeah. so, the movies have everything. There's dances, car crashes, fire, everything. It's like so high budget. It's beautiful, right? And I feel like we have life so good now that our entertainment is now like, are you having fun? Well, think about that. <laughs> You know what that's, I mean? That's the perfect time. Yeah. That's where we've gotten with or our entertainment. All those Marvel movies. Which, and they're the gro- biggest grossing budget movies, right? Yeah. Like, well, yeah. It's like, uh, because we're, it's just pure escape. I get to be Iron Man for two hours instead of an A24 film just looking back at you and being like, you don't even get an ending. <laughs> think about yourself. Why are you here? <laughs> just shit like that. Reflect. It's like, and people, I think it's, we're just so. I think we're. It's partly because we're starved for any meaning or culture. Yeah, it's a big thing. Yeah, but which is honestly kind of nice that you can go to. If I'm being real, it's kind of nice that you can go to a place and be like, "I feel like a movie that's gonna make me think." You know what I mean? That's uh, yeah. You need that, but it's it's harder to do this. You can't just exactly. Th- it's gonna be done well. That's what I'm saying. You can't just throw be like, okay, throw one of every race into this and it's done. It's like, no, because now you're just making- fu- You're almost making fun of the problem. Yeah, it's, it becomes tokenistic. It's pandering. It's not- uh, And now it's gone to- It's become so prevalent that people are so hyper aware of it that mm. it would be impossible to even do subtly anymore. Yeah. yeah it's, it, and I hate that I think this way, but every time I see a, a brown guy now on Australian TV, I'm like, all right, yeah, diversity. <laughs> well, if anyone shouldn't be thinking that way, it's me, but I can't help it because I know- uh, when, you know, I wanted to get into acting and in 2008, when I started, it, it really was very white. Like you couldn't, mm. you couldn't get any roles. And so that was actually a big reason I went into comedy and something flipped 10 years in the space of 10 years. It completely flipped mm. to the point where, oh, they're just, they're just bending over backwards to get, um, brown people into their shows. But the roles kind of suck, man. Like they're just. Have you been offered those roles? Some of them. Yeah. Like, the last one, okay. I did audition for it. Apparently, I was in the top two, right? I was almost, I almost got this uh-huh. one. Um, like, I always say this. I always whinge about it. And then when the actual offer comes, I'm like, oh, yeah. I'll <laughs> <laughs> That's all of us, though, dude. <laughs> yeah, like, it's fucking bullshit. Yeah. It's like, we'll pay you $60,000. and be like, oh, I'll sign okay. anywhere. <laughs> so, this one was all of them, bro. It was like- He's Indian. He's gay. Nice. He hasn't like his mom. His parents don't know. And he, a part of the plot was him struggling to tell them. Um, I think at one point his, his parents, his mom, is in a wheelchair. Holy like, fuck! Just, 
it's, it's just they made this the this is like where people can be this is like an outlet for people's pity yeah in this show man oh my god what what was the show uh there's one girl it was five bedrooms man it's pretty popular yeah yeah it's uh a lot of mums love it it rates pretty well actually and it, i think um it's still going it's done like three four four seasons so right. yeah apparently the only reason i didn't get it was i looked too young and they oh, wanted dude. someone a little bit older. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I mean, I'm to be honest, it's probably probably better for my um, for my f- creative freedom because they, they Maybe, it was a yeah. contract where it was like, so long as we make more seasons, you got to be part of these other seasons, right? Okay. And you know, I don't know how that would have impacted my um, online content and. True. You there would be a huge chunk of your life where you couldn't be doing what you wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the interesting thing about like casting agents and like because I I remember I went to do you know the, the I think it's a movie or a show now I can't remember it's called Out West. No, I don't. I feel like yeah. So is it a film festival? There's a Western Sydney film festival. No, that well, the, I wait. Is it? Are you saying is it is it a film festival or are you saying it's a movie for a film festival? A what f- are you asking? A, a film festival. Oh, no, it might be that. That might be a separate thing. But okay, this was okay. like a specific audition that I got sent yeah. by my agent that always just sends me for like the wog roles. <laughs> what Even- are the wog roles? In this, has it changed? Because in the eighties, they had the wog rolls. It's the same shit. Still. It's exactly. It's like, oh like, my god! It, it's because I have the face, but the second I open my mouth, they're like, no. Like, <laughs> but like, I I went for this it's one. Not immediately like, funny. What's going? On? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a tough existence. Like constantly having to be funny, man. Like yeah. Oh, dude. Fucking. Although my dream role would be somewhere on Fat Pizza. I would love to be on Fat Pizza. Yeah. Dude. I'm so I'll happy to up. stereotype yeah. myself, man. But um. I, I was ready to because I went to this audition room and it was for like this uh, this Serb guy yeah. who uh, is going through a level of turmoil somewhere. And it's like all Australian filmed. It was like supposed to be about a story about some boys out in Parramatta. Um, and the lady was like trying to pry like stuff out of me. She was like, she was like, so it says here that you're Serbian. And I'm like, Yeah. Yeah, and she was like, "So you know, growing up around Australian kids, that must ah, have been that pisses me off. That must so have been much. really difficult." And I was like, "Nah, not really. <laughs> I was, this is why I hundred percent didn't get the wrong." <laughs> I was like, "Nah, I was mad. They accepted me with open arms." <laughs> yeah, they they try to they they milk it. You know, they um they almost want you to be a sob story. Yeah, so they can satisfy their. Well, actually, Africa Brooke is, is amazing on this. She's a, a commentator who's big on Instagram and I did an mm. interview with her and there's this sort of subconscious attachment to an identity of being the saviour and being mm. the good and the righteous person. In fact, Jordan Peterson talks about his stuff and it's yeah. they're not consciously aware of it, but in doing that, yet they're actually infantilizing people of colour or whatever you want to call them. Mm. Um, and that's not – it's definitely not empowering. No, and it's self-serving not. for that person. And the, the people who like those shows are not ethnic people. Yeah. They hate that shit. Well, they the- they want to see this. They're watching Fat Pizza, man. They're it, watching yeah. Bollywood. They're watching like the, the you know, you, if you put, I'm sure if you put on Serbian cinema, it's not all this big sob story of how hard it is to be no. Serbian. It's probably the complete opposite. And that's what they don't understand. That sort of content is catered to upper middle class, older white people mm. that just want to go, oh, yeah, they want to <laughs> they want to be Sandra Bullock and Blindside. <laughs> That's what it is. Exactly. That's one hundred percent. It's like you. Oh, you need me. 
Hey, yeah. hey, I'll come with me. Yeah, the white, <gasps> Look. the white savior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that, it's disrespectful. Is it? It's like it's, it, it can't come. Can't you just be like, hey, we just think you're a talented person. We like your vibe. Yeah. Come on in. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be. It's like make me believe that you need this. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a charity. Like, it's it's yeah. Yeah, because she was. It was a very very much all just like wow. So, but like your parents, they can't speak English, huh? And I was like. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, they can't. And she was like, she was like, so that must have been like really difficult. And I was like, no, nah, I speak both languages. <laughs> like, <laughs> what was she think? Because then they actually get angry and they're like, well, you just, you have internalized rape. Like, they yeah, actually yeah. attack you then. Yeah, I just, and I left with her. You could tell she was unhappy. You could just, just because I was like, what? She was like, and I think at some point, I don't know, maybe I'm making this up. I think at some point she did tell me to put on a bit of an accent. <laughs> I, I what think, do you mean maybe I'm making this I, I up? May, I may be making <laughs> that up, but I have a vague memory. <laughs> Everything I've said on this podcast, I mean, maybe I'll make it up. I don't know. I have <laughs> a vague memory of her trying to, uh, trying to get me sound a little bit more okay like yeah a little bit more ethnic <laughs> and so i yeah. did an indian accent <laughs> <laughs> i bet you wouldn't have known the difference as well straight up dude oh my but yeah i i think that's the thing i remember like in the school that i went to everybody got made fun of yeah right and like your closest friends made fun of you, even to this day, your closest make f- friends make fun of you for wherever you come from or whatever it is. You have that. I have that. We both have friends like that. We do it to people. That is the time I feel the most welcome and safe. Yeah. In those environments. I always feel the most welcome and safe there. I would feel weird if people were like, Alex is Serbian, so you treat him differently. You treat him nicer than you treat everybody We're else. We're sorry for what you've been through. Yeah. It's like, it, it, I mean, to be fair, Serb's a bad example because it's just like, it's off white. But you know what I mean? Like, I mean, if anyone's had recent conflict, it's- Also true. You know. Pray for Russia. Into, into, what is it? Intergenerational <laughs> trauma. Trauma? Yeah. I've got a bad alcoholism. back. <laughs> I think that's bad. That's all this tiling. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm totally on board. It's- I, I did fall for that a little bit when I was younger. And to be fair, like some of the um, taunts went beyond banter at some of the, at particularly at my primary school. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But that's not cause for everyone to bend over backwards and feel sorry for me. That's not going to change anything. That's not going to help me. It's not going to really yeah. m- move me forward. Um, because if anything, you then, you've, you you attach yourself to that identity of being the victim, and look, there's there's legitimate cause for people who are marginalised and different to be, uh, you, you know, to have compassion towards them. But when it is so over the top, to the point, it it, it instills a victim mentality within people, and they're actually they be, they become quite negative people, and yeah. it's not a, it's not a fun thing to experience when you have that mindset because you're looking for the racism everywhere. You know, you, you're constantly you're looking at TV. Oh, there's no there's no um, people of color here. Therefore, oh, that just reaffirms my preconceived ideals about the world, and right. I'm just in another negative mindset again. Did you have that for a while? Yeah, yeah, I'd say I did. Yeah. What what got you out of that? Seeing the uh, the bastardized and what I would call radical conception of that worldview. Um, to its fullest, which I would actually argue exists in Australian comedy. It's, it's, 
I came through the comedy scene thinking, mm-hmm. all right, this is a tolerant, inclusive community. And they're not, oh, they're puritanical. Yeah. No. If, you don't, if you're not at their level of extreme, then you, oh, no, you're cast aside anyway. And yeah. Then, you know, seeing more on the internet, reading up about it a bit more, just gr- growing up. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a confluence of factors, but eventually I turned completely the other way and now I have a lot of... I'm probably still there, like, actually, if anything, a bit of animosity towards uh, people who try to instill that view into others. But also, um, I'm I'm quite vocally against it. Yeah. Well, I think to, to tie it back into the whole thing about Netflix being like, hey, harden up. I think the common thread here is that we don't like things being shoved down our throats. Because the first instinct is just to throw it back up. The thing I think that people are starting to realize is, oh, this system doesn't give a fuck about your thing. It's a system. This is a money-making thing. Yeah. It's like it's like same with comedy, same with whatever industry you're in. Whatever makes the most money, that's the thing that we're going to go for. Always. Yeah, and you are really catering to a everyone says this, but it does it's seemingly true you're catering to this vocal minority of people who sadly have not much going on in their lives and therefore yeah. they find a lot of meaning in um popular media that they can sort of see a reflection of themselves and their particular construction of reality. Mm. And it's something to be said about a greater uh, problem that the West is facing of a crisis of meaning. And we will promise certain things, uh, you know, live this individual life. You're no, no longer constrained by these gender roles or religion society that's pressuring you to act a certain way but people have completely now started to realize that those pressures were there for a reason they weren't perfect but they were there for a reason and now that you've taken away that sort of skeleton that foundation people are desperately searching for any sort of meaning and if it means seeing a trans uh, gay person in your favorite Marvel, Marvel film, that is going to be everything to that person. And it's this almost religious zeal that they have towards yeah. seeing that reflected. When 40 years ago, they would have had a family and not care. A straight white family, Exactly, the way it should be. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, Alan Watts talks about that, about like the- um, he, I can't remember the, the exact metaphor, but it was like um, that- as time has gone on, there are less and less rocks to hold on to in the river. Like, it's like a huge one was religion. A huge one was like, okay, well, we can hold on to this for purpose. It's like, okay, God, God isn't real. And be like, okay, fuck. And so you just go further and further down and there are more, the rocks get smaller and smaller and smaller until you're just like onto lofty things where it's just like, yeah, okay, identity politics. And all right, fine, sweet. I saw I saw a brown guy in a Marvel film. All right, I'll hold on to this. There <laughs> we go. Yeah. Rapids <laughs> this way. <laughs> and I would guess people who work in maybe a corporate environment are probably dealing with uncomfortable ideas of whether or not their job has meaning and purpose or whether they're just a cog in a machine means that's what yeah. and that's every classic podcasting conversation bro can yeah. you believe some people work in an office all day <laughs> well you need people to do that and i about you know no it's important exactly like i'm not going to do that cliche podcaster conversation but what i do believe is that people want to find meaning in their work when 
work was just a sort of supplement to get money to do the meaningful things. Yes. You, you, you had money to provide for a, fa- a family, essentially, or to, you know, actually find meaning elsewhere. And and for a lot of, you know, and, and with millennials in particular, uh, fewer and fewer are actually settling down. Having families, fewer and fewer are religious. So mm. they're trying to, like, find this meaning that doesn't necessarily exist. If you work in, you know, marketing and Netflix – your job is essentially to get as many eyeballs onto that streaming service as possible. You're yeah. not trying to be an agent for social change. I mean, look, if you can do both, great. But realistically- But you don't they're, get they're, into that because you want to be an agent for social change. No, but everyone now, I mean, it's it's just ingrained into any young person now that you should always be looking to be an agent for social change. Yeah. Yeah, I had that um, and I probably still do, but, you know, you kind of- you have to do that as an individual. You have to be that social change within your community and among the people yeah, well, surrounding you. Well, you can't trust Stan to be the social change. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, it- no, no, you can't. <laughs> But binge, yeah. Binges, I believe in binge. They're, I, I they're die the, for binge. The, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the ISIS have binge in 10 years. I'd fucking take down I, this entire society for binge. Binge suicide bombers for binge, man. <laughs> but- um, <laughs> but it's just like, yeah, this is this is the same thing that fucking happened with the Dave Chappelle um, special where everybody was like, Netflix, take it down. It's like, oh, shit, you're about to find out that they don't give a fuck about what you find offensive or hurtful or like to consider to be on the right side of history because they're a company. They're just going to be like, OK, we're here. To, we're making money. Boys, are we making money. All right. Dave Chappelle, obviously out of the gate. We're doing it right. And yeah. then that letter, and I think this is it. Subscribers are dropping down. I I think maybe the workness thing has a little bit to do with it, but I think it's overall just shitty content and originals. Every movie they make is awful. You, and you can just tell. It's like, okay, The Rock's in this, Ryan Reynolds. All oh, those ones have been particularly cringe. It's like yeah. they're all such a budget, but these fucking suck. Yeah. And it's like, I think people are clocking onto that. Like, all right, fuck this. And then they're realizing, oh, we might be constrained by like the ideological- like yeah, like handcuffs that we've been, we've put ourselves in now. But they're so far gone down that rabbit hole that I'd imagine now a lot of people are going to unsubscribe after seeing that letter. They're going to bring back Kevin Spacey at a house of cards. <laughs> they're going to overcorrect. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Roseanne, who else I got? Because like that's back Bill Cosby. Why not? Go straight full, up. Full. <laughs> but I, I suspect some people can see that letter and and think you know they're probably wor- the problem is that that. I guess progressive uh, caucus is not as small as some people think either. That's a still a large, yeah. it's a substantial portion of the population and probably an even greater proportion of Netflix's subscriber base. Mm. Now, they were pro- a lot of people were disgruntled that there was the um, uh, a- a- the 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 just the anger over the Dave Chappelle special, but then there were probably a hell of a lot of people. That were mm. angry that Netflix didn't take it down. Yeah. And that would have probably contributed to their loss of subscribers as well. And now they're going to see this letter. And then the way they frame that letter, it's it's fodder for um, the next uh, Guardian article. Because I remember seeing there, there was like, 
we're not a um a family. Families have unconditional love. We're more like an elite sports team. Like immediately, that's going to be yeah, okay, people yeah, saying, "Oh, look at this!" You know, patriarchal Bad view that way they've got that. of the, <laughs> this white man who control the company, which. Dude, like, that's a bad analogy, like, saying you're an elite sports team for what is essentially, like, a creative corporation. But I think the the sentiment is someone, they had to do something, but I think they're actually going to see even more of a drop in subscribers because this one letter is not going to make... People who have already unsubscribed from Netflix thinking, oh, it's woke or whatever. First of all, it's not like any of the other alternatives just, like, anti-woke. I mean, unless you... Actually, Daily Wire, Ben Shapiro has now got a streaming service. That, Does he really? Yeah, yeah. It's like very. It's um, but his mission. He's always saying like, "Oh, we're not gonna, we're not gonna like shove it down people's throat." But it's we a are a ben Christian Shapiro. organization. Like it's, it's, it's a really. Good I want to actually see, try it out. Like I want to see because he's made original good. movies. Oh yeah, and, yeah. They've made original series and things. And why the fuck not? Yeah, because I want to see if if their Christianity is shoved down your, your throat. But I. I I'm assuming he's a smart guy. He's not going to do it because he's seen how it hasn't worked yeah. for that other side of the culture. But anyway, just to end that point, I do believe that letter and just the now if Netflix is going to take this ideological turn backwards, it's actually going to it's it's going to cause a lot of dismay within uh, their core subscriber base and probably the people who love Netflix the most, which are which are people right. who would have liked it because it was a point of difference from the cable TV networks and 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 Hollywood, which were just sort of doing the, their usual thing. Whereas Netflix, those shows initially coming out, perfect example coming back to was Orange is the New Black. Like that's mm-hmm. a progressive yeah. in every way. It's just it's an all female. Cars, it's got black actors, trans actors. It's all about, you know, there's not like any sort of cliche female characters there. They're all very complex. It's mm. all the, the, the plot is, it's great. It's, it was it was a good show. And, mm. and now that core audience is going to leave. So you're, what you're saying is like maybe they should have leaned further into. Well, they're in a rock and a hard place because if they lean further in, then I don't see how they can sort of increase their market share but uh by going against it like this they're gonna lose a lot of their core audience it's it's the it's the exact same as the nrl trying to like broaden their product and making it softer which you're just pissing off the actual big fans now so i i I can't help but feel that might happen with yeah uh the 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 a lot of the core audience of netflix having said that remains to be seen I, i don't know um, because if they're going to take that turn and they're going to be known as like the all-inclusive, you know, we're going to – you can't even be all-inclusive now. You either got to be one or the other. I mean, yeah, it well, just seems weird. It, no, matter, no matter what you do, you're going to land somewhere because you're a human with a heartbeat, with an opinion. Yeah. It's like you're just going to end up landing somewhere. But what's, what's interesting to me is that like – because it ends up being like a freedom of speech thing, but like the left is very pro artist, seemingly, right? I mean, that's on the <laughs> banner, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know if everyone subscribes to that, but like, I feel like that's on. It's like that's part of the thing. It's like we're pro creativity, pro artist. It's like sometimes some shit's gonna come up that you don't fuck with, but you understand that because the concept of art, just the, from the beginning, is some of it's not for you. It just feels weird that now we're holding like because the Netflix, the fact that Netflix ever got into anything to do with what actually gets put onto, you know what I mean? Like what the people write for Netflix is crazy to me. The fact that there's any criteria for it whatsoever feels why we're here. 
I feel like that's the reason why we're here is because there was like a, you want to make something for Netflix? Great. You have to hit these points. Do you, do you think they would have had those, uh, that sort of a checklist like oh, they do in Australia? Or do you think it was just a culture that was pervasive um, among what I could only assume was their younger skewed uh, liberal left-leaning uh, workforce? Do, do you know, do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, I don't think they would have actually had that sort of a checklist, you know, explicitly. I think that they just all are in that kind of culture and, you know, America in particular is so culturally divided. I'd imagine people who work in the media sector are even more skewed towards a, a certain culture that is just not necessarily reflective of the average person. And yeah. as a result, they would want to have made content like that. The people making those content decisions, you know, it, would there be any Midwest conservative Republican having a say in what content is made at Netflix? No. No, absolutely not. So, But also, I think it just would have been an unspoken thing like most things are. Yeah. I feel like it just would have been like, you if you're someone that wrote something that you were really proud of and maybe it had more like challenging views, you probably don't get a reply. You know what I mean? Mm. And I reckon you probably start getting incentivized to be like, oh, they accept this kind of stuff. That's exactly, that's exactly, it's, it, that's what happens with the Australian comedy yeah, industry. That's exactly, it's like, oh, they accept this kind of stuff. Okay, well, I'll just make something like that. And then they yeah. go, okay, sweet, green like that. And then the next guy's like, okay, sweet. And then before you know it, you end up with like an entire catalog of the exact same movie and series again and again. I feel like that's why we're here. Because also it feels like now, like you're just, it feels like we're all just dating the nice guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he never challenges you. He just <laughs> says the same shit again and again. <laughs> You're it, dating the guys that are on the project. Yeah. Right? It just just the vats, the vat men made from the project. Yeah. Every time the girl gets angry, you get a long, compassionate text and like, I promise to do better. Yeah. That's where we're at. It's like, <laughs> like every, every once in a while, you want him to be like, no, nah, shut up, slut. <laughs> yeah. Like, just just be like, oh, fuck. All right. <laughs> Who is this? We we all want that a little bit. Like the fact that all of our favorite movies, all of our favorite movies, like our favorite comedy movies, we all have this all the time where we go like, man, you can never make that now. Yeah. This is all Isn't that, that yeah. emblematic of what the fuck is happening a little bit? Which is like the fact that like something like you don't mess with the Zohan, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is my favorite comedy movie. The fact that that ever got made through today's lens. I'm like, this is crazy. Yeah, I mean, I look at Borat and they the Borat 2 wasn't bad. It wasn't bad, but was there were good. definitely elements where I'm like, all right, you've you forced this like daughter character in there to have the female representation. It's yeah. like, man, sometimes just let the movie be for dudes. Is that really always a bad thing? Yeah, because somewhere we decided that Sasha Baron Cohen is like a, a thought leader of some type. And look- what Borat did do was it did it did uh, subtly make a lot of it 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 said a lot about the ignorance of America. Yeah, a hundred percent. So it, it it was it had deeper meaning. Yes, but it wasn't thrown in your face. It was comedy number one. Be funny. It was the carrot and the mac and cheese. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It was hidden, and you'd be like, "Oh, that's really interesting," because that's the good shit. But I think, yeah, I think. The weird part to me is that we've gotten to a point where it's like, if you want to make something, if you have anything like, I don't know, like, 
I don't know. Because I, I, I'm in two minds about it. This is the thing. Because I want people to feel like accepted and comfortable and represented. You know what I mean? I want people to feel represented in their movies. But can everyone feel represented all the time? You know, like- No, what do, that's do you, the thing. And why do people just need just someone who looks and- looks the same and fucks the same people to feel represented. Like, yeah. why can't you have someone who thinks that? To me, it's it's like low IQ thinking, man. It's like, Be like oh, I'm you that don't, guy. Yeah, yeah. What are your thoughts and ideas? Because that's something you develop over time as you grow up. And that's mm. something now that I find I'm much closer to people who have similar ideas and values to me than I would just, oh, another brown guy. Oh, man. Like, yeah. Oh, exactly. That's the thing. I, that's exactly the point, which is it's important for people to feel represented. We can't do all of you all of the time. We can't have everyone on screen all the time feeling rep- representing everybody in the audience. It's like this one's for you because that used to be movies, culture in general, which is like this might not be for you. This one is for this kind of person or this group. Mm. And that was loved by that group. I feel like that's not really made anymore. Like, when's the, wh- what's a cult hit that's come out lately? You know what I mean? Well, Squid Game was uh, was a big one. That one was good. That but was do you think funny, that was a cult hit? Uh, cult hit, or do you think the mainstream? Yeah, that's what, it's like. Anything, guess, really, yeah, some cult like hit making this for this kind of person. Yeah, um, not, yeah, nothing comes to mind, man. I don't, I don't watch stuff. <laughs> I watch a lot of YouTube. And I watch a lot of like yeah, educational shit on YouTube and I, I listen to a lot of podcasts and I've been watching Succession. That actually, okay, that's good. That's a big one. That's a, it's a popular Succession one. Succession looks good. That I have an issue really watching good. rich people problems. Yeah. Like, look, part of me is like, I hate these cunts yeah. so much, but- But it's really but good it's, writing. It's really well made. Yeah. And um, another one I, sometimes I just like to watch really fluffy stuff. Like I actually really liked watching maths. Oh, dude. Because it's just fun. I've been watching Lux Listings Realist. That oh, Lux is this I want like I, I to watch that, but I feel like that's going to piss me off even more than Succession. Can, can I be real? <laughs> You're going to love it. Yeah. Okay. Honestly, I went in with that. I, I thought that I was going to hate it. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Lux Listing Sydney might be the last show available for straight dudes. <laughs> like, I think- That's saying a lot. Because it's all about, like, look at the interior here, that's man. What, but it's so just like, it's just so fun to watch these dudes be themselves. And uh, uh, it's two guys and a girl. Yeah. And it's more kind- You're not like watching, like, this is so sick. It's more than anything just being like, look at these fucking dickheads. Yeah. Okay. And how they live okay. their lives. I'll, I'll give it a go. It's really fun. <sighs> if, if you- That's the thing. This feels like something that Sasha Baron Cohen- could write. You know what I mean? Okay. I was like, he could be okay. all of these characters. It's fun watching. But Fair enough. it's all fluffy. I'm just like, yeah, this is- I think that's it. That's the last place left is just like- Just trash Trash reality, reality TV. TV. Thanks again for listening, guys. Come see us live, comedyuntamed.com. Alex is often at the shows. Shows in Melbourne, Brisbane, Newcastle, Western Sydney, and of course, Sydney. So come along, get some meaning in your life with some laughter. And uh, <laughs> neilgarker.com/slash podcast if you want to send in a question, topic, or shout out. Thanks, guys.